It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rule book, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. It's time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. I'm Susan Campbell, and this is The Big Rethink. Today's episode is about establishing a symbiotic relationship between vegetation management and utilities industries to improve collaboration. Our guest is Anne Beard, Director of Vegetation Management Solutions at Geospatial Innovations Incorporated, a private women-owned software company aimed at improving productivity and safety for workers engaged in vegetation management. Welcome to the show, Anne. Hi, thanks for having me. It's so good to be with you today. Uh, so, you know, I'm an avid gardener, but I don't think we're talking gardens today, <laughs> right? We're talking a little bit more sophisticated vegetation management. So how about you get us started? Um, give the listeners a brief introduction as to what vegetation management is and how it impacts their daily life, even though they may not know it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, vegetation management is a targeted approach to removing unwanted vegetation, mainly trees, away from power lines to prevent power outages. It includes identifying trees, removing trees, implementing strategies to minimize the establishment of incompatible species or unwanted trees near the power lines and controlling growth. Wow. So that sounds like a pretty big task. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a 365 days a, a year uh, 24-7, not 24-7, but it's quite everyday type of work that utility companies have to do um, to ensure that they prune trees away from power lines to prevent outages or prune trees um, after storms have come through to restore power. Yeah, I think that's the only time kind of storms and when power goes down, that's when most folks re- uh, recognize this as a necessity. But proactively, that's something that needs to be managed. Yeah, absolutely. And on a larger scale, uh, managing the vegetation along rights of way on transmission lines that run cross country is very important. And proper vegetation management can allow for wildlife and plants, natural plant, native plants to thrive. Wow. And I'm sure there's kind of like a right way to do the pruning of the the vegetation or the trees along the power lines. Yeah, absolutely. There's um a lot of training that goes into um, um, bringing up to speed uh, arborists that work um, on trees near power lines. There are certifications and training courses that they have to follow and that they have to achieve in order to work near power lines safely. Gotcha. So I, I don't know that uh, I'd automatically think of technology when I'm thinking of arborists. I'm thinking saws and ropes and climbing. But what role does technology play in that space? How does how does it support each of the technicians or the arborists in the field? Technology is becoming more and more important every day and every everything we do, right? So it's the same in the vegetation management industry. It makes the lives of the tree crews and the vegetation management uh, personnel easier um, and it supports their daily work um, within the vegetation management team, both in the office and in the field. Um, at GSI, we offer a solution called GSI Forester, which is a GIS-based, math-based uh, program that um, is flexible 
and it allows utility companies to coordinate the work between the uh, administrators in the office and the people out in the field who are actually doing the work. Oh, wow. So are the, are the folks in the field, you know, carrying a laptop or a tablet or something that identifies where they need to work or are they identifying where they need to work and sort of sending it back to the home office? Yeah, that's the nice thing about the software is it's compatible with just about every kind of device that you might use or see out in the field from tablets to Android or iOS devices. Um, it's the software is designed to, to work on smaller screens and it's uh, designed to be very easy and user friendly to use in the field. So there's minimal amounts of work that the uh, tree crews have to perform in order to enter the information into the system. So I imagine that's improved over the span of your career. You have quite extensive amount of experience in the industry. How has the industry grown and changed over the course of your career? Well, it's, it's <laughs> quite a bit. So I have, yeah, well over 30 years in the industry. When I started in the industry, you know, the utility job was it. If you got a job with the utility, you career and you could retire from, from the utility with a nice pension. Um, it wasn't unusual to see people who had worked there and their parents had worked there as well. So oh, wow. It, it, it was a, a stable a job, um, a career. Um, but anymore, you know, you have the Gen Xers and the millennials and everybody entering the workforce and their values are more about um, job opportunity, job satisfaction, and they're not afraid to, to go shopping around to find a, you know, a, a, a better job. Um, and then of course the use of technology has yeah. just exploded over the, over the last few decades. Um, when I started, it wasn't a, a given that everybody had a computer at their desk. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of a, a luxury. A lot of work was still being done manually using paper, using typewriters, paper maps. Um, yeah, so there, you know, nowadays it's all about um, computer technology and, and your smartphones are so powerful in what they can do. Um, and we've utilized that um, in our in our industry as well. It must be amazing for productivity, uh, you know, as opposed to manual and paper maps. I do love paper maps. I love maps in general, but it's hard to even find a paper map that's anymore. So imagine if you don't have a technology solution, you're really in a world of hurt. Well, absolutely. I can remember my office being the walls being covered with wall maps, you know, in order to visualize my territory and, and to plan out the work. But um, nowadays, you don't need that because you have it all on your computer system. Um, and so it makes it easier for the folks in the field to be able to see what it is that they're supposed to be working on and to actually record the uh, data that they're collecting, you know, which trees they're trimming, um, what species of trees, and, and be able to accurately locate those on a map. And then that's amazing. Rest- yeah. I-, I would think they just kind of go in and clear cut. I know that's probably not the right word, but just like clear the stuff away from power lines or utility lines. And, but you're saying they actually are identifying species and, and I, and identifying when they prune it. So does the software guide them through all that? Absolutely. So the folks in the office, usually the foresters are the ones who are kind of driving the cycle, the, you know, the okay. schedule. Um, there's many ways you can, you can create uh, this, these projects, as you, as we call them, 
Um, a lot of times it's done on a cyclical basis. So you might go through your system every three, four or five years and trim all the trees along the power lines that need trimming. And it's usually divided up by circuit, you know, so different circuits feed different neighborhoods and different parts of the uh, service territory. Um, some circuits might be of higher priority because they have hospitals or, or you know, uh, um, police or whatever on the, those circuits. And so they might have a higher priority. Um, but yeah, we developed the schedules and uh, we're able to create those in the software and then seamlessly electronically transmit them to the tree crews in the field. They can pull up those circuits and go directly to the site that have wow. been planned and then complete the work. And many pieces of information can be collected Obviously, the fewer pieces of information that are collected, the more productive the crews can be actually doing the work and cutting the trees. But yeah, it's usually always pretty pretty well planned out ahead of time. I love it. I love it. So I, the other thing I love about this conversation, so Geospatial Innovations is a women-owned software company. I love that to begin with, right? Women in technology. But then what was your experience like working? What is your experience like working for a women-owned tech company? Well, it's interesting. You know, I've, my entire career, 33 years, was was working exclusively for electric utility companies. And so I just recently came over to GSI. And um, part of the reason I chose, chose the company was um, because it was a small women-owned um, technology company. And um, the idea of working for a company like this was really appealing to me after working for regulated utility companies and not having a lot of, you know, freedom and um, ability to, um, you know, do what you knew was right. Um, so that kind of direct connection to the owner of the company has been great. I've enjoyed learning a whole new business um, and how technology can benefit so many people. So um, it's a software company that caters primarily to electric and gas utilities. So it's still in my wheelhouse and I have the ability to utilize my experience and um, and be able to understand our clients and potential clients' needs and how our solution can um, benefit them. So it's been sure. great. Yeah, that's a lot of great insight you can bring to the table with uh, providing them, uh, the workers, a good a good tool. That's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. So the relationship between nature and technology oftentimes is not harmonious, but I think this is one where technology is helping the environment, right? And how, how can we even help improve collaboration with uh, how industries can learn from this collaboration of technology and the environment and vegetation management? Sure, yeah. Technology is, you know, it can be a fantastic tool to understanding the world around us. Um, it can help us make more informed decisions about where to work and what to do, what kind of work um, to do. And obviously the goals for vegetation managers are to prevent tree-related interruptions. Um, also, preventing wildfires becoming more and more important in our world today. Um, so having that knowledge and at your fingertips and being able to visualize it in a graphic way on a map um, and being able to plan out the work ahead of time um, is very important. We also can use a lot of advanced 
analytics, satellite imagery, LIDAR imagery, um, machine learning to kind of prioritize work as to where the areas are of greatest need. Um, that also can be very beneficial. Um, if you're doing, if you're doing the type of work that has been planned out, you're only going to those areas that have been deemed um, areas of great concern. So you're passing by a lot of the trees that we normally would have trimmed on a, on a regular cycle because you're targeting only those areas that are in greatest need or have the potential to fail and cause an interruption. So you're trimming less trees. You're, there's less um, green waste that you have to get rid of. Um, and it can have a beneficial effect by increasing um, native plants on the right-of-way. Native plants on the right-of-way can attract wildlife. It can attract pollinators. And these, these all have been studied for many, many years and has been shown to be very beneficial, proper vegetation management on the right-of-way. Wow. Wow. That's, that's so interesting. And do you, are, are, are there numbers or statistics in terms of when vegetation management is accurately cared for? Like how much um, you can reduce interruptions from tree debris or, you know, failures because of um, things that could have been prevented if you did the vegetation management correctly? Yeah, sure. So there's Indian industry standards that measure outages, the numbers of outages, how often they occur, the num the types of causes, um, uh -huh. you know, whether it's storms or whether it's, you know, equipment failure or trees. Unfortunately, trees and vegetation tend to be among one of the top one, two, or three causes at most utilities across the country. And so there's always a lot of focus on vegetation management because of it. Um, but utility companies generally do track the numbers of outages, how frequently a customer is seeing an outage, what the causes are, um, and we measure ourselves against one another in order to determine whether or not we're doing an effective job. Nice. So what's one key takeaway uh, you think the listeners would want to know about technology in the vegetation management industry? Well, being able to properly control your vegetation management is it relies primarily on being able to manage the data and the information. Um, being able to present the information to um, the vegetation managers and the crews in the field in a, in a manner that's easily understood and easily um, seen on a, on a device like a, like a computer or like a, a, a smartphone is extremely important in being able to safely and efficiently manage your vegetation. Um, with a program like ours, GSI Forester, it's possible to now manage and monitor and track all the data in one system and everybody who has access to that information and can pull it up at any time. It's at their fingertips. Um, we can eliminate use of paper maps and paper timesheets. Um, they tend to get lost and get spilled coffee on and <laughs> you know, get lost in the cab of a truck. And so it's, it's all contained on your device now. Um, and everybody has access to that information. And again, the ultimate goal is to prevent um, tree caused interruptions and or wildfires in the future. Well, that's a noble cause. And I'm sure that the software pro provides so many more valuable 
bits of information, but even just that everyone has access to the information has got to be just such a game changer from the paper and manual environment. So thank you so much for taking time um, to tell us about this. I'm just fascinated by the whole process, so I really appreciate it. Before we sign off, um, if our listeners, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, you can help us grow by visiting our feed on iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe to The Big Rethink. Or if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to hit follow. Thanks again, Anne, for joining us today. My pleasure. That's it for us. I'm Susan Campbell, and that was another episode of The Big Rethink.